Welcome to the Spurs 9501 podcast. From Kane to the lane, the final say on all things Tottenham. Everybody, welcome back to the Spurs 9501 podcast. This is Ray in London with Cam in Georgia, your regular host of the show. Welcome back. We've got a lot to talk about this week. Um, after some really some compelling um, developments in the Tottenham Hotspur saga, a couple of things we want to talk about. Firstly, potentially uh, the big Greek, Ange Postecoglou, coming to Tottenham as a manager. Strong rumours here that he's be joining as a manager. And secondly, r- rumours about Harry Kane going to Real Madrid now that um, Karim Benzema is leaving the club. So welcome back, Cam. How you been keeping? Thanks again for all your time to talk to our fans and all our subscribers. How you been keeping? Good, thank you. And thanks for having me back. I always enjoy this. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to have you, Cam. So tell me first, (laughs) I can't stop laughing about this, but uh, Ange Postecoglou, the Celtic manager, to be fair to him, he's done the treble there. He's won the double a couple of times. He's managed in um, Japan and I think he's managed in Australia as well, Australian national team. What's your initial thoughts about Ange potentially becoming Tottenham's manager, being named either today or tomorrow or Tuesday? Firstly, let's just deal with the treble issue, because I think that's the most important one. Um, Manchester City are about very close to winning the treble now. Last time an English club won the treble, um, especially when it really matters, such as the Champions League being part of that treble, was in 1999. Um, So it should be something very, very special. I believe that Celtic have won the treble in Scotland in the last eight seasons, something like six or seven times. So let's just get it into perspective, shall we? This is not uh, Pep Guardiola winning the treble or Sir Alex Ferguson winning the treble. This is Ange Postacoglu doing what most Celtic managers do in their sleep. <laughs> is that fair? <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, it's, it's, an, it's an opinion, but the, the flip, let me try and be devil's advocate. He can only beat what's in front of him. And if the, if the rest of the league is, is weak and, and, you know, Rangers are not doing anything, that's not his fault. He can only pick a team to win. And if they win, they win. Absolutely not his fault. You are playing managers that none of us have ever heard of. You're playing teams none of us have ever heard of. You're playing in a division none of us have ever heard of. This is hardly world-class, is it? What we are talking about is there used to be two teams in Scotland. There are now is only one because the Rangers, I mean, Rangers have gone, you know, since they had all their struggles and stuff, never really come back. And it's almost like playing against yourself. It's like you, Ray, at home, playing football, scoring a load of goals and giving yourself a few cups and calling yourself the greatest. Well, what can we say? I mean, if you scored... 20,000 goals at home. Does that, that, that put you in the Guinness Book of Records? Maybe, I don't know. But what does it mean for you as a footballer? Absolutely nothing. So what level is Ange Postecoglou in terms of managerial pedigree and what level he is and, and what he can do? Just give our fans and our subscribers some idea of what you think, what level he is. Well, my view is this very, very clearly. Look, Personally, I have no problems with Ange Postecoglou. I have no problems with Tottenham looking for a hungry coach coming in from somebody, an unknown coach. Uh, I have no problems with that. Arsenal did it with Arsene Wenger. We did it to a large extent with Mauricio Pochettino, albeit he came in from Espanol. He was a World Cup player with Argentina. He was a great defender. He played, so maybe it's different. But how old were they, Ray, when they came in to make their name? When the young, hungry managers came in, yeah, were they fifty-seven? I think. Where the when, hell? When, 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 when he was thirty-five, forty, forty-five as a manager, who was he? 
Where has he made his name? You're telling me we're bringing in a hungry 57-year-old. You might as well bring me in. <laughs> For God's sake. It's not like, you know, I mean, if someone's coming into the Premier League to make their name, I want somebody right hungry, maybe in his late 30s, maybe in his 40s, who's got something to prove. What, who is it? Where's this guy been? He came in from nowhere. He's been at Celtic. Fantastic job. Maybe I'm wrong. Please prove me wrong. But the fact is, a 57-year-old now coming in to prove that he'd want to be a young, hungry manager, I don't buy it. Well, age is just a number, Cam. I mean, he could be 67. Look at Roy Hodgson. He's 75. He won three, four of his last five games. What's age got to do with bring it? Bring in Roy Hodgson, then. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, why, why, why are we bring? I mean, the point is here. There's this Tottenham Niger King once more, right? I, I, I hope. Please prove me wrong, fans. Please, and Postacoglu, prove me wrong. I hope you go in. Get us top four, win something, get us all the cups that you promised and everything else, right? But what I think is Ange Postacoglu is going to be bent over and spanked very badly when he plays in the big boy leagues. Right now, you talk about uh, Roy, uh, Roy Hodgson, but Roy Hodgson's a proven big league player, big league manager, sorry, as is Sam Allardyce, as is, as is Sean Dyche, as is all of these people. Ange Postacoglu comes to us from the pedigree of the Australian League. Or the pedigree of the J, of the J League, I haven't got a problem with that. If he was maybe in his early forties, if he was like an up and coming manager, this is a guy who should be getting ready to retire for God's sake. What are we talking about here, right? Really, this is my point. What was Ange Postecoglou doing in his thirties? What was he doing in his forties? What was he achieving then? To tell me that he's won the treble at fifty-seven with Celtic. Is you kicking a ball in your backyard and presenting yourself with a cup in my book. But let me give you another manager who started... <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't stop laughing at your, your analogies. But let me give you a, another manager who started with the Scottish team, came to England and did pretty well, I think. Uh, a certain Sir Alex Ferguson was manager... Was he, at, was he 60, I, 57? I don't, so it's purely an age thing. It's not the fact that he's coming from... If he was 44 and coming from the Celtic, you wouldn't have an issue. It's purely his age that you don't think don't is, is causing issue. That is wrong. What I have, I don't have a, uh, what I have an issue with is what did this man achieve in those years coming up? Okay, I've got it, I've got it. Okay, so you, is that yeah. now at 57, here, finally hitting the big leaves to prove something, right? Yeah, you so, know, okay. That is a young, hungry manager. Now, what, what did he actually do when he was in his 40s and his 50s that, that he okay. made him so great and famous? That is my point. Okay, I got it. I got it. Okay, makes sense now. Guy. Yeah, so basically, guy. so basically, you're saying in his early formative years, he didn't actually achieve anything to give him a chance. So now he's getting his chance at a, an old, older age, and you don't think it's because feasible. he's achieved something in the Mickey Mouse League. Mm. Well, he's only, all he's, or the only people he's got to play against in reality is, is that himself. So, I mean, then you've looks... got other teams. Rangers are pretty crap right now. Any other team outside of that that would I'm, ever, I'm not that familiar would with the Scott... it, that would make yeah. it into our third division. No. So, what level do you think he is? So, is it like hiring somebody like Paul Heggenbottom from Sheffield United to take over? Is that is it similar to that then? I think it's similar to hiring the Luton, that, 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 that Southampton manager that Southampton hired. What was his name? Oh, Nathan Jones. Yes. Oh. And they struggled at first. Uh, what happened to him? They fired him. <laughs> exactly. This yeah. is where I'm worried about. But now, my view is, is, is this a better hire than... Uh, um, oh, what's, it's Nuno. Better, it's, what's his name? Nuno. Nuno. Yeah, Nuno? I'm asking you, what do you think? 
Well, Nuno was a proven manager in the Premier League. Is this better? I hope two things. I hope this guy comes in and sets the world on fire. If he's done it in, in Celtic, he ain't done it before then, as far as I know. Maybe he's done it something else. But if this is our ambition, getting a 57-year-old has-been to come in and prove something, then then, then all power to Tottenham Hotspurs. But, but Cam, let me... better than, um, than Nuno? I think that uh, um, I find it very difficult to see because at least we could see with Nuno, we didn't like him. We didn't like his style of football. We didn't like anything else. But he achieved something with Wolves. And he, got, he kept them up. He actually got them up to seventh in the Premier League. <laughs> Um, and he actually beat Tottenham at White Hart Lane as well, didn't he? Yeah, 3-1. Yeah, so. He did. so let me ask you something, Cam. Um, the thing is, that, do you think the fact that he plays attacking 4-3-3 football, a nice brand of football, OK, we're not going to win anything, but if he plays nice attacking football and the crowd is happy, we win some, we lose some, we finish about seventh or eighth, is that about our expectation now? Well, it must be, just by the fact that we're going for a 57-year-old manager who's won the treble by playing against himself. I play attractive football, 4-3-3. I'll, I'll give you that. What, what the hell does that mean? What the hell does that mean? Another I mean, thing is, he's also a very communicative guy. He talks really well. He'll communicate with the fans. Yeah. He'll be a more open type of management. Doesn't that stand for something? It does, of course, because he did it in the Portuguese league, he did it in the French league, you know, when he was in his 40s and his 50s, he did it in the in the Bundesliga, he did a great job there, didn't he? And then he built himself up to Celtic and won the treble. We could see that progression, couldn't we? Not. Yeah. This is where I'm coming from. You come in, you take, all right, who's the other person who won the treble at uh, Celtic? Let's see. Oh, I know, Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, and he won the FA Cup with the Leicester. He did, yeah. Would you have Brendan Rodgers? No, I wouldn't have Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, no. But you'll have Ange Postacoglu. I, did, I didn't say I wanted Ange Postacoglu. I'm saying it looks like it's going to happen once he becomes a manager. Obviously, we're 100% behind him. He's Do a top manager. Do you want Ange Postacoglu? I don't want Ange Postacoglu, no. But then I feel like Nagelsmann, <laughs> uh-huh. Nagelsmann, Enrique, and these guys are not going to come. Arne Slot to understand. We can't find anybody that's prepared to work with Daniel Levy. So exactly. if Angie's prepared to come, then all kudos to him. At least he's saying, look, I'll give it a chance. Okay. The chances so are probably case, that I he's going to fail. Question, Ray. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Of course you can. Would you prefer Ryan Mason to Angie Postacoglu? No. Why? I'd have Angie Postacoglu. Because Mason, it doesn't, at least Postacoglu's got a lot more experience than Mason. Mason's got nothing. Okay. Just managing academy teams, been following people. Look at the last few games we played. We lost 3-1 at home to Brentford. He was out-tacticked by um, Thomas Frank. I'd have Thomas Frank as manager, definitely. Why would he come to Spurs? Yeah, that's the thing, you see. Why would they anyway? So at least we found somebody that's actually prepared to come to Spurs. Well, I mean, the thing I read today about Ais Postacoglu was that he took over Celtic when all the players were in revolt. No one knew what they were doing. They had no direction. They had no idea. Their management was bad. The board was disgusting. Everything was bad. And he turned them around. But what did he have to take on? Did he have the Guardiolas? Did he have the um, uh, Ten Hags? Did he have the uh, Arteta? Did he have the clubs to play against? Did, were there the managers that he had to compare? And now we've got Pochettino that we've got to fight against. You know, did he have those? No. Name me one other manager in Scotland. Does anyone even know their names? No, I don't even know the manager of the of the, of the Rangers manager. But this is the way, no. this is what this is what we've come to now. This is a a cheap hire. He's on a one month. He's on a one year rolling contract with Celtic. So the mm. compensation. So even they didn't want any conversation. Even they didn't want to keep him too long. 
Yeah, he's got no backroom staff. How did he just works with the Champions League. Did they get knocked out in the group stage? Yeah, not yeah, got knocked out. Yeah, they did get knocked out. But there then you, you know we didn't do that great in Champions League. Okay, final thoughts on. But they were a team. Yeah, final thoughts on Ernest Postecoglou, and then we move on to Harry Kane. What do you final, final thought, thoughts? I, my final thought. Sorry to interrupt you. My final thought on Ernest Postecoglou is this: that we, as a club, would be better off joining the Scottish division than Ange Postacoglu joining Tottenham Hotspurs in the Premier League. That is my final view. If we're that low and that slow, let's move to Edinburgh. That's all I can say. Okay, perfect. Okay, Cam, let's move on to another subject, the second subject we want to talk about, which is Harry Kane. Um, room, um, Karim Benzema said he's not going to be staying at Real Madrid, he's going to be moving to Saudi. You know, obviously, Real Madrid will be interested in, in Kane. A number nine. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think that if they come in for a bid with Kane that he's going to go or not? What do you think? Well, if he's going to go anywhere, I want him to go to Real Madrid. I don't want to see him playing against Spurs in the Premier League. I'm sorry to have to say it, but I don't want him anywhere near the Premier League. And I agree with that's the only thing I could ever agree with uh, Levy on. Secondly, what I would say is it would just give Levy another £90 million pounds or whatever it is to squander on absolutely nothing. Uh, or give hand over to Ange Postacoglu to bring over his players from Celtic. Because somehow, apparently Celtic have got some great players that we all need because, you know, they're so good at winning cups. Um, my view is he's, he's got to go. I mean, what can I say? I mean, it's too much. Uh, it is the ultimate nail in the coffin to Tottenham Hotspur. There is nothing left of this club. There's no heart. There's no soul. There's nothing. What would you do if you're Harry Kane? Would you go to Real Madrid or stay at Tottenham Hotspur? I would 100% go to Real Madrid, the chance of winning La Liga, the chance of winning Champions League, actually doing something. But what do you think if, if, do you think Daniel Levy will keep him for one year of his contract and then try and offer him a new contract like 500, 600k a week? What do you think? If Harry Kane, if Real Madrid come in for Harry Kane and he doesn't go, what does that say about Harry Kane then? It's not Harry Kane's fault. Harry Kane's playing for a, 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 he, he, I, I totally get where he's coming from. Why would he want to sign a contract with the devil? Why? Who wants to sign a contract with the devil? Once you sign a contract with Levy, he'll, he'll milk you so hard that your teeth will hurt. Um, and the fact is, right, why would he want to do that? He's got a year to go. Let him play it out. If Harry Kane's done absolutely right, he's done right by the fans, he's done right by us, he's tried his best, but he is dancing with the devil. And that man is a devil. Why would anybody in their right mind want to sign another contract with, with someone like Daniel Levy who's only interested in one thing, and that is as much money as he can get his hands on? And if Harry Kane is his cash cow, they'll cash in that cow. And that's what it's all about. There is nothing else to worry about here. The Tottenham Hotspur has never been about winning trophies, about winning anything else. It's about lining people's pockets. And Harry Kane is a pocket liner. He scored 30 goals this season. That puts another 20 million on his price. And and uh, uh, Levy's going to milk it because that's what he does. So you think if Real Madrid come in with a decent bid for Kane, you think he'll go? Definitely, he's going to go. I don't yeah. think there's anything to do with Kane. It's all to do. With... No, it's Kane can refuse to go. Say I don't want to go. I've got a year left why on my deal. Why I'm would going. he refuse to go? Would he sign? This would is, you this sign is, a new contract with someone? Well, this like is Levy? my this is my question to you. If Real Madrid come in with a bid that Levy accepts, you still need the player's permission or approval for him to go. Do you think he'll go or will he stay at Tottenham and see out he the year go. go for he free? Will go. He will no, go, he'll go just like you would go, just like I would go. And he'd run so fast, right? He'd probably swim the English Channel to get away from Levy. 
<laughs> or we could have another gentleman's agreement with Levy to stay on for another year and then he'd let him go for free or something. Yeah. Levy would ever let everybody go for free. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So you think he's going to go? It's going to be a sad loss, but I think it'd be great for the best club in the world, Real Madrid, to come in for Harry Kane. They've already taken Bale and Modric. It'd just be another one in the Tottenham production line they take. Yes, exactly. I mean, I, 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 I'm very sad to stay at this club. There was absolutely nothing there for us to work with or anything to do, and it is very, very bad. Very, very bad. That means your mate Richarlison will be leading the line next year. <laughs> yeah, that tells you exactly where we're going to end up, right? Yes. So let's look forward to fighting Luton for relegation. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Cam, great stuff. Appreciate that. I know you've got to get away. You're really busy. Final final thoughts from you before we close the podcast. And Yeah, so Ed Postacoglu headlines next season saves Tottenham from relegation. Um, whilst he brings in the well, that's great an achievement. If that's an achievement, if that's an achievement. If he saved Tottenham, that will be an achievement in itself. Yes. Okay. Man. All right. Thank thanks. You. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. Speak to you soon on the next Take podcast. Care. Take care, everybody. Bye bye. You've been listening to the Spurs ninety five oh one podcast. Stay in touch. Continue the debate, and let us know what you want to discuss by finding us on YouTube. Tune in after the next match day for more insight. Thanks for listening.